Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join us is Amberly Krauss Knox. She's a senior director in creative and marketing at BMG Production Music Department, and she's joining us right now. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show Amberly Krauss Knox of BMG. Hi there. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, as I had told you previously, I met you at the She Rocks, and I thought, oh, I'd love to have her on my show. You're so great and have such passion for what you do. Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. So tell me, uh, I was looking up your background, and what led you to BMG? What was your path like? Well, that that is an interesting story in itself. Um, I feel like I'm a a person who has led many lives to get like to where that. I'm at right now. <laughs> um, it was definitely a winding road, but um, I think it's made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started, as I said, I'm from Orange County, or we chatted about that, the yeah. T-Rocks Awards. And um, I was involved in dance when I was in Orange County. And actually, as soon as I graduated from high school, I moved to London to dance professionally. Ooh, wonderful. Yeah. I had a fantastic training there in Orange County, and um, and when I moved to London, I just so happened to be taking dance classes, which then led to auditions, which mm-hmm. then led to a almost six-year professional dance career. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's exciting. And, um, yeah, wait, so, it was, wait, excuse me, what kind of dance? Ballet? What kind of dance? We did, um, well, I was trained in ballet, jazz, um, I couldn't say tap at it, but uh, <laughs> it was part of the training, but I'm not good at it. Um, and but mainly jazz and musical theater. Did a lot of musical theater too growing up. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So when I started my professional dance career, it led to I was on the cruise ships for a couple of years. I did that. Yeah. I worked at Disneyland, which was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. And so you know, really just worked in the professional dance space, which is very um, amazing and rewarding and inspiring, but also grueling. You know, there's so much. So I think that, um, you know, but that's where when people ask me, why music? You know, Mm -hmm. and I said, well, I grew up with music. Everything as a dancer that we do revolves around the music we're hearing. Sure. And so there was always an appreciation for classical music, classical orchestration, um, and then all, all the way up into the artists and um, modern realms, you know, the Martha Grahams and the Gus Giordianos. Yeah. Such an education. Obvious love um, for music coming as a dancer. And then when I was around 25, I actually had an injury, a neck mm. injury. And uh, they kind of rethought, you know, is, is this where I want to go? Is this what I want to do? And just happened to get a job in advertising <laughs> Interesting. Afterwards. <laughs> it was it was definitely a transitional move, but I think that being, you know, if you're a people person, if you're used to being, you know, adapting to many different situations, you know, advertising is another inspiring world of creating brands yes. and really analyzing marketplace. And there's definitely um, a place for music in the advertising world. Right. And um, the job that I got at the time was actually going around with um, the X Factor. Really? Yes, my client at the time was Pepsi. It was just so crazy how I got this job. And so next thing you know, I'm on the road auditioning singers. 
for the X Factor with Simon Cowell. And I'm there representing Pepsi because we had to make sure, you know, the placement was in place. But I thought, this is a dream. Like, from an artistic point of view, the inspiration to see these people just put themselves out there, full vulnerability and auditioning, you know, it, it was scary and exciting and amazing. And so then, so long story short, um, it was definitely an amazing career choice, but I started to have children mm-hmm. and um, couldn't really travel as much anymore. And that is when I met my my boss, Mitch Lieski, who ran X-Ray Dog Music, which is, um, yeah, what is a, that? Production mu- a production music catalog. Okay. He started it over 20 years ago when, you know, trailers for for movies were, you know, either using score right. or they would have the composer do it or it was very narrative driven, you know, yes. coming soon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that big voice. I know. Don LaFontaine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don LaFontaine. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he, Mitch and his partner thought, you know, Hey, there's a market here. And they uh, had a music background toured with bands and they just started writing music. Next thing you know, they're doing the Lord of the Rings trailers and these big, bold movies. And so they started X-Ray Dog Music. And um, as I said, they were in business for 20-plus years. And I, I came in right at the at the tail end. Um, Amazing. And they hired me for my advertising background, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was – it's so funny. I, I have to say this, you know, in reviewing – you know, everything that happened, you just never know what's around the corner as That's long right. as you remain open. Right. Right? Exactly. I mean, I never thought that this would be my home, this this That's niche wild. Of, the, of the music industry. And it just fit like a glove. I, I loved it. I was inspired by it. The minute I got hired, well, before I got hired, he mm-hmm. said, do, you know, pre- pretend I'm giving you a, a pitch and pitch music out of our extensive catalog for a show and I was terrible at it but I loved every second I, I loved I how loved terrible I was <laughs> well he said well I don't know but you know he he took a he definitely uh took a chance on me yeah and well, I yeah. and I respected that you know I think it's and amazing so, oh I think it's amazing too, you know, and then BMG acquired X-Ray Dog Music because they built, they were building a production music library department. It's brand new. We're only uh, three years old. Oh, I didn't know that. At BMG. Mm -hmm. We're a whole um, different department. Um, So there's the artist sync team where we represent, you know, Bruno Mars and Andrea Day and Mm -hmm. publishing upstairs. And we have a sync team upstairs that pushes that, those artists and that music. And then we have our BMG production music department, which I'm part of. Yes. And we represent songwriters and composers and people who um, we own, you know, we they create music for us and we own it and house it in our catalog. Really And cool. pitch it on a daily basis to TV, film, advertising, and video games. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I, I want to back up a second, because this, this is very inspiring for the listeners. So when you had your injury, do you ever think, oh, you know, I'm so... Because my show is called Get the Funk Out. Right. Okay. So do you ever think like, oh, man, now what am I going to do? Well, like, or it sounds like you were so positive. You were like really open, and I think that's what helped you. 
Well, um, I do think that life, if you allow it to, can be a continual road of reinvention. Oh, yes. I think you start as one thing, and that doesn't mean you're going to do that one thing or be that way for the rest of your life. So I was raised um, by a British mother who encouraged us just as much to go to college, but to travel the world and see as many things as we, you know, humanly possible. Mm -hmm. And I spoke about her in my She Rocks speech, but she, (laughs) she truly did instill in us that the world is our oyster and that, you know, not that we're perfect at everything. I know that that's a big parenting thing now, but that, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't go for something. Yes. I you love should it. continually try. So when I think at the time when I had my injury and it was a, a pretty severe neck injury, um, it was scary oh, yeah. because when I fell on the stage, the, the oh. tingling, yeah, the t- oh, you know, just God. I thought, Oh, I could, I could be paralyzed right now. Sure. This could be it. But sure enough, you know, it wasn't. And I, and I actually did dance a little bit afterwards, but the, Fear was crippling. Of course. And when I tried to return to the stage after the fact, Mm -hmm. I was so afraid. And I think that it was more of an emotional thing, definitely more than a physical thing, because the physical thing was fine because I had rehabilitated. Yes. But there was something in me that was afraid. Of course. And, And so I just really had to acknowledge what that was and... It was many things, but it went, as I really like went down that road, I realized that this might be the end of this chapter, and yeah. that there might be something else. And sh- you know, luckily, there really I was, was a great chapter, a great new beginning. I, I think it's great. You're very resilient. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So. I wanted to ask about your speech you gave at the She Rocks. Um, it was so beautiful. And I had brought my daughter, who's 18, and she, we were both, like, weepy. <laughs> I mean, it was gorgeous. Could you talk about that, you know, what it was like being honored and also why it was so important to mention your mom? Oh, that's, a, that's all of that is so good. Um, well, the She Rocks Awards and the women in music, the whole organization is just such a phenomenal uh, organization that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, to meet those women and to be a part of it and then to be honored was not only a humbling experience, but just so exciting. You know, yes. I, I, I think it's okay. And I encourage everybody to, and I think it's hard for people to honestly feel joy Right. A lot of the times, yeah. and that was a moment when that all was go- happening, and I got nominated, and it was such a moment of joy for me. Oh yeah, I because felt it. I, I yeah. oh good, yeah. and luckily I am doing something that I really love, um, but it's also a dance because uh, not a dance and like dancing, no. but in a dance because I'm a full time mom as well yeah. and a wife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I have the opportunity to have this fantastic job. And so the interesting thing was um, they said, who would you like to present you? And there was, you know, so many mentors in my life, you know, especially my boss, Mitch Lieski, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but I thought, you no, know, you know, for me, I wanted my son. I don't 
don't know if you remember, my yes, son was I the do. one who presented. I do. And I was so proud of him that he <laughs> went out there and did it. He was great. And um, so when, I, when all of that started to form together, that's when I thought, well, I'm going to talk about what I do. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to talk about what I do from such a personal level and how it fills me with joy and how I'm able to feel this joy is because it was rooted in me by my mom. Yeah. So it it all kind of came full circle within the speech. Did she know? Did she know she was going to be part of your speech? No. <gasps> oh, brother. <laughs> I know she didn't. Um, it was so funny. She didn't cry. Oh, I she, came back. She, yeah. But my brother and everybody else was crying. Oh, <laughs> I know the audience was. I, mean, I was looking around. And I'm like, okay, it's not just me because, wow. Oh, that's that makes me feel good. It's you know, beautiful. I just I think you have to recognize those people that, you know, make you make you who you are today. The right. good, the bad, the ugly, the inspiring, yes. you know. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And Definitely. What did go being, ahead. Oh, no, I was saying being a stage uh for ovarian cancer survivors, no, you know, so it had to be mentioned, I felt. <laughs> that blew me away, by the way, when you said she was, yeah, an ovarian cancer survivor, because I thought, that is unbelievable. Right, right. How's she doing? What, she's okay? She's, oh, yeah, she's over 10 years. <gasps> wow. uh, cancer-free. Um, Orange County, once again, Hogue Hospital. Shout miracle out to workers. them, yes. Oh, huge shout-out to them. Um, the whole... Ovarian Cancer Society down there, everything. It just it was, it was a terrifying experience in our lives, but also just a, another moment of rejuvenation, of appreciation of life, for sure. Amazing, because that's a really tough cancer, isn't it, to to fight? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which makes yes. it even more powerful. Because I, I gasped when I heard you say that when you were mentioning her. I thought oh, that is amazing. Yes, it was definitely a, a conquest, and she's she's the warrior. You know, I mm-hmm. I was just the wingman. <laughs> <laughs> the wingman. <laughs> uh, so uh, let me ask you this: What uh, advice would you give singer songwriters who are trying to make it in this biz? Because it's really filled with so many ups and downs and uncertainty, and it takes a certain type of person to you know weather the storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. What you just said right there, knowing that information yeah. is half of the battle. Right. Um, this is, this is a, such a good question. It is something I get asked quite a bit. Oh, I bet. And, and I'm married to a singer-songwriter. Oh, you so are? So I am. Uh, yes. He's, he's also one of our um, songwriters for BMG Production Music. Um, he toured. But, but it's just interesting because I've, I've, now living with someone who's also this role yes. and has this career and I see it so firsthand, which I think is a blessing to me because mm-hmm. now I know who's on the other side Sure, um, and their ups and their downs and their wins and their losses. I think it's so important to not stop. Right. Now I, I say that and then people say, well, you stop dancing. And I said, well, I stopped dancing because I had a, a bigger, I had a different purpose. Yes. And I knew it. I knew I had a different purpose. But like my husband and like a lot of songwriters and singers out there, and they know that this is their purpose, I just say don't stop. 
You know, you're yeah. get, the critics are going to be out there no matter what. And a lot of people are going to have things to say. Mm-hmm. But as a songwriter, which is the, I think is one of the hardest jobs out there, I can't even imagine sitting down and just creating this piece of art. Oh, I know. You know? I know. And uh, if you're able to do that, just do it every day. Keep doing it. Keep writing. Some people will like it. Some people won't like it. But just do it. And then surround yourselves with people that do it and get it out there as much as you can. You know, we we represent Andy Grammer through BMG. Okay. And he was um, discovered on Third Street Promenade, Santa really? Monica. Whoa. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. He just, he just took it where anyone could listen, mm-hmm. would listen. And we live in an amazing time for music right now with all the social media. I mean, you can be seen whether you want to or not. Anytime, oh, yeah. you know, and um, so I just say, you know, definitely be with the right people, but also do as much as you can on your end to go to things, go to shows, go talk to just talk to people as much as possible. And that's hard sometimes as an artist, because I know with my, you know, my husband is some people just want to be in the studio. They don't want to be out marketing. Themselves, sure. Of course. You know, yeah. but there's 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 definitely people like Hear what other people are doing, you know, and then get get involved in, um, you know, companies like ours mm-hmm. where you start writing and then you're learning about sync or, or you start, you know, you just talk to people, shows, you know, people want to give advice, especially, you know, if they're in the position to. Yes. In my opinion. So I think the more you're out there and the more you're, you know, you're not going to get opportunities by being closed in. Oh, I agree. I agree. You know, the, the day of being discovered... I think it still happens. It definitely does. But like, but like Justin Bieber, he was discovered on YouTube. Was he, he was oh, making right. steps. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing <laughs> he that. He was making steps to be discovered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wild, unbelievable. I hope that makes sense. No, it does make sense. And you know, because we do, we live in a time where you can create anything on your phone, and or you, as you said, you can go out there and perform. Whether it's the subway of New York or if it's mm. Santa Monica. Um, and you just have to believe in yourself because there's so many ways to be torn down, especially social media. Oh, oh, I know. Brutal. Well, I, I that's you know, I have some a few people that I listen to on repeat, mm-hmm. and uh, Brene Brown is one of them, and I love. Oh, I love her. The, yeah, the critics who count, mm-hmm. the people who are in the arena don't listen to the people in the stands. The whole Teddy Roosevelt yes. speech that she quotes that launched me. I listened to that. TED Talk, and it just, it launched me to a different place. It actually inspired me to do my first panel with the um, Women in Music Network. Wow. Because I was, before I was afraid. You were? (laughs) Yes, I was very afraid. I can't imagine that. (laughs) That's great. That is so great. Yeah, so I steal that from Brene Brown. Don't tell her. She's awesome. (laughs) I'd love, her, love to have her on my show. You know, a lot of times I really do think you have to throw yourself into what scares you. I mean, I used to, um, years ago I majored in TV, radio, and film at Syracuse, and I thought, oh, I don't have what it takes to do radio, forget it. And I did something else, but I really wasn't happy. And I had a couple people say, oh, I don't think you could do that. And, and then I decided I'm not going to listen to those people, and I started taking... Um, acting class is actually to get out of my shell to to be bolder and braver because I was very nervous right and it worked like laughing at myself being a goofball where it's perfect yeah yeah 
<laughs> as you can tell, I, do, I obviously do that too. And uh, one thing that I do as well, as I'm getting a, I'm having a big birthday this year, and it's you kind are. of been pinnacle. I do, yes. And I noticed um, the shift that in the people that you start to hang out with mm-hmm. as you get older. And I've noticed, and it's amazing, which is why I mentioned my village in my speech as well, is that it is so important to surround yourself with people who are for you. I agree. I agree. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people that will tear you down and say things, and, and then you start to believe those things. Right. Yeah. And, and friends, that's, you know, why have friends that are going to do that? That's not the point of, exactly. you know, having people in your life. And, uh, and it's the same thing about the She Rocks Awards, you know, I was nervous to say, oh, this is happening. You know, I didn't want people to think anything in a, you know, negative light, like, look at me or anything like that. I'm very, right. you know, but my friends were there that night. And, oh. and the way they supported and they rallied and so proud. I couldn't, you know, that's, that's great. It made me think that is the people that you need. And musicians and artists specifically, you know, yes. you don't have that person next to you that's when you say, hey, I just, you know, I did this show last night and I got this manager's number and da, 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 da. And they say, oh, I heard that guy is terrible right. or something. Right. You want the guy that goes, that's awesome. Tell me how that ends up. Exactly. You know? I agree. Well, yeah. it's, it's uh, you know, I always tell um, people I hear how, you know, people are so critical when they're watching, like, different shows, whether it's The Voice, America's Got Talent, and we're all critics, but then you think, does that person who's criticizing have any talent? Or are they just sitting back, (laughs) ripping them to shreds? Most likely it's that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope they have some talent. No, I'm not talking about the performer. I'm talking about the person just viewing and and being so critical. No, I know. Yeah. I know, so. I know, because, you know, and like you said, you went to the acting class to come out of your shell, and yes. I, you know, I'm pretty out of my shell, but when I got asked to, <laughs> to do that first panel, I froze, because I said, really? I've been the dancer, well, I've been the dancer, actor, whatever, and I'm always playing other people, mm-hmm. or, or I'm up on the stage, no one really knows me. Yes, that's and true. This is me going out representing me. Yes, yeah. And that's a little scarier. <laughs> so when you started the panel, did it take you just a few seconds to, to be you, or was it hard? I, I was so lucky. Um, I, I was shaking at first because mm-hmm. that's just who I am. Right. But I was sitting next to um, Tish. Oh, yeah. Who, Sarah Volo. Right? Daisy Rock. Yes. Yep. Yeah. She's yes. awesome. So she, she was just this entity on my left yeah. with this beautiful nature and just this pioneer of the, through the music industry. Oh, yes. So there was all this, like, just dynamic uh, energy coming from my left side. Mm-hmm. And then on my right side was Kat Corbett. <laughs> you know, oh, my gosh. You're this, surrounded. This fiery, edgy, awesome, beautiful, yeah. right yeah. music icon, right? right? Exactly. And I thought, well, hey, I'm sandwiched in between some dynamic energy here. I'm just going to go for it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's like an Oreo. <laughs> it, was, it, it was. It was an Oreo of music heaven. It really was. I love it. So um, yes. tell me, where can people find out, you know, more about you? I know you're on LinkedIn. Just anything. Wow. Um, you know, I, I don't really have 
that I have, you know, I have my Facebook and, you know, all that stuff, but I really only have that to, so my family and mom knows what the kids look like. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't really write anything on there in regards to what I do career-wise. Yes. Or, you know, so I have the normal social outlets. Um, but as far as learning, I don't know. All right. So maybe, what do you think about LinkedIn? Yeah. Is that okay to give that out? Or? Oh, sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So what is just your name that could just search for you? Because that's how I found oh. you up there, too. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just Amber. I, that, look at that's how long it's been since I've been on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just Amberly Krause. I think that's LinkedIn. what it is. Yeah, I think that's what okay. it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't even know what picture is there. You know, I <laughs> no, I have no idea. But yes, and also on the BMG Production Music website. Okay. Um, there's there's not only is my picture there, and there's a you know di- direct email, but they're very you know there's some vetting process before I think you get to the person, or right. I don't know how that works. Of course. But so I wouldn't do that. But it's great to go on there and see, you know, the trailers and commercials and things we're doing and the music that's trending. It's a great way to, um, especially for musicians who are out there, just, you know, I always say, depending on what you want to be, mm-hmm. and the people I surround myself right now are with people who want to sync on TV, trailers, video games, okay. is to really just watch a lot of YouTube trailers, oh, watch yeah. a lot of, you know, listen to the score on the TV, you know, really... Luckily, as I said, it's all around us right now, so it's almost like you could do homework every day exactly. for creation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great advice. All right. Well, so I'll let you run. I know uh, we talked a long time, but I've really enjoyed this. And uh, again, we've, oh. been, we've been chatting with Amberly Krauss Knox of BMG Music, and uh, thank you so much. It's been awesome. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock.